Welcome back, Pally. It's Brennan Ho. And Jesse And today we're taking a deeper dive into the Ukrainian situation by talking to a few Pally history teachers and seeing what their opinions are. So first, let's take a recap and figure out what exactly is going on in Ukraine right now. To start, Kiev and Kharkiv, which are two major Ukrainian cities, are both being bombed by the Russian military currently. NATO is also debating whether or not to set up a no-fly zone right now over Ukraine, and the U.S. specifically is warning that it might lead to a full-fledged war in Europe. Pali U.S. history teacher Adam Yonkers has a little bit more to explain on this situation. One of the questions is around a no-fly zone, and a lot of people are saying we should set up a no-fly zone around Ukrainian airspace, but I think it will escalate things because you have supply chains that you have to feed people with flights coming in and out of Ukraine, and then any Russian jet would then be potentially shot down if they violate the no-fly zone. Russia is getting more aggressive to achieve their goals, but the question remains, what will Russia do over the next couple days? Well, Yonkers says he thinks that Russia is going to be pushing harder to take over the capital city, though Ukrainians are fighting back. I think what they'll do is like they'll take over the seat of government, they'll fly a Russian flag, they'll remove the Ukrainian flag, they'll say, hey, you know, we, we're now in control of the capital city, you guys should give up. But I think that's going to be a hard sell because from what I'm seeing from the Ukrainian people is that they have no intent of giving up. More broadly, how does this conflict really affect us back in America? Yonkers also explained that U.S. democracy is under attack by Russians. I think we're already under threat um, through, you know, the erosion of, of our democracy. Um, people questioning elections and the results. Um, disinformation. I think all of those are, we are under threat right now. But could this attack on Ukraine be part of a broader movement of authoritarian states? Could it lead to a further shrink in global democracies? Well, Yonker said that the current Ukrainian invasion is really a test from authoritarian nations on Western states. Crimea he got away with. Is he going to be allowed to get away with Ukraine? And it's a test for autocrats around the world. There, Everybody's watching. See, is this a test of the West, like democracy versus authoritarianism? With the current invasion of Ukraine, how is Putin's military strategy faring? AP US history teacher John Bongarden said that Putin's strategy of siege warfare was a dangerous one and could bear heavy consequences on Ukrainians. One of the, the advantages of doing siege warfare, there's two of them, surround the city and just starve it, is number one, you don't have to move as much, so the, logis the strain on the logistics train will be reduced. And two, which may be more salient, it's hard to imagine a more destructive ugly form of warfare than urban fighting. It is, I mean, it just, it's, it, it kills, you kill more men, tacklers, defend, when just people, more people get killed, both um, um, the attackers and defenders, and you largely will, will rubble much of the city in taking it. So siege is a, creates a different sort of dynamic. The downside if you're the Russians of siege is it takes time. He also added that Putin's use of tube artillery is really dangerous for Ukrainians, because they're so inaccurate while being very destructive. You shoot rockets in the middle of the city. A rocket's kind of accurate. It's ballistic, so you can aim it, you can put it on a certain deflection, and I assume there's some sort of a charge type thing like you do for a tube artillery. So you know roughly how it's going to land, but roughly. 
it's got a big circle, it's called circular error probable, which is like, if you do all those things right, it'll land kind of plus or minus 100 meters or 200 meters or whatever, that's the nature. Tube artillery is the same, although the numbers are different. Um, if I'm just shooting, I know that round's going to land here. Um, if I don't have eyes on it, I'm, I'm not hitting this. I'm definitely not, not hitting what I'm shooting at, or I'm not shooting anything other than the middle of the city because people and things are there, and I will break things, and I will hurt slash kill people. And that's what they're doing right now. Outside of direct warfare, there's also economic pain being felt by both sides. The value of the ruble crashed this week, and on the west side, the price of energy has gone up. The negative effects of Russia just don't stay there. Let's just take energy as, as the easiest example. So they don't buy, so, so people, you know, reduce, you reduce at most, they're not going to cut off because your uh, Russian energy is too important to Western Europe. But you reduce. Um, that's some pain on Russia. But that's pain on everybody else too because the price of energy is going to go up. So Brennan, after learning all this from Pali teachers, what are your thoughts on the issue? So I think that it's a pretty pretty complicated issue. Um, there's a lots of stuff to unpack, and some of the reporting is a bit inconsistent, so we're not fully sure what's going on there. But I think it's pretty clear that Russia intends to fully invade Ukraine, and that is something that I, I find really scary because that's never been seen, at least in my lifetime. It hasn't been it hasn't happened since World War II, where a country is taking over another country fully, and like I'm just really like I'm pretty scared and I'm pretty anxious to see how it's going to turn out and how that actually impact me and my family going forward. Definitely, especially since Putin is such a an irrational actor, it's really hard to tell what his decision making process is right now, and it really could threaten the use of nuclear weapons and lead to a nuclear war between the West and Putin. That could be a really scary outcome for everyone. It could be endangering for life on the planet. Yeah, it's a really scary thought. The, the fact that nukes are involved, they're like, it, it just puts a whole nother um, element to this conflict where like life like could end right now. Say, say, say something goes wrong in Russia, nukes could be fired right now and no one would know until it's too late. Yeah, and honestly, I've been thinking about it a little bit. If a nuclear war did start, someday we might get an Amber Alert or it might be on the PA system while we're in school. And we might have like 10 minutes left to live. Well, we thank Mr. Bungarden and Mr. Yonkers for taking the time to do interviews with us. And we hope that the situation eventually turns out. As always, the latest information about the Ukrainian situation and other Pali news can always be found on our website at palivoice.com. This has been The Voice Tone. Thanks for listening.